The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. It's an emergency podcast. Will Brinson here along with the Super Friends. Rob Gronkowski is back. Gronk's back. Breach is back. Gronk is back. What is going on? This is wild times. Rob Gronkowski traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as part of Tom Brady rebuilding in Tampa, a fourth round pick from the Buccaneers to the Patriots for Rob Gronkowski and a seventh round pick. According to reports, Gronk is going to join his boy Brady in Tampa Bay. John Breach, Ryan Wilson, and Sean Wagner McGough. Breach, can you believe that you came back before Gronk? I cannot believe this. I can't believe that Gronk is going to Tampa Bay. Rob Gronkowski in Florida, he epitomizes Florida, man. This is a match made in heaven. Uh, I cannot be happier about everything that is happening uh, in football right now. Yeah, uh, very excited. Uh, we're doing this on Skype, so you can't see us, of course. But uh, Ryan Wilson has a giant picture of Gronk behind him. He somehow figured out how to operate Skype. And uh, Sean appears to have been taking a nap. Yeah, look at Sean. He looks good. I'm fine. It's just this is my hair. This is why I need hair clippers. This is my hair before I shower, and that's why I thought we were podcasting an hour from now. I was going to shower so you guys didn't make fun of my hair, and then Brenton ambushed us and made us podcast before I jumped in the shower. So well, we have a enjoy. lot of stuff to do. It's busy times right now. Uh, we have a prop. Uh, all, the, all the gambling you need for the NFL draft prop bets are in the feed. Me, Kenny White, and uh, R.J. White, Uncle Kenny, and Cousin R.J., as I like to call him now. Um, in addition, uh, we'll have prospect interviews, and we got to get this thing wrapped up because we got Isaiah Simmons to talk to as well. I'll start. These things will all be in the feed eventually, maybe tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Just, just keep checking and refreshing. Um, start with this, though, Ryan. Did the Patriots get enough for Rob Gronkowski's rights? P. Prisco seems to think so. I just put a tweet in Slack where he he said that uh, here's the reality. That's a pick, the fourth-round pick the Patriots got on a player they thought they were never going to have anyway. Dude. The Buccaneers made out like gangbusters. Before the trade happened, Brenton, you and I were talking to Kenny White and Todd Fulham on the um, on the Pick 6 podcast show, Todd Furman, excuse me, uh, and it was, okay, are they going to have to get a second-round pick to Buccaneers and maybe O.J. Howard as part of some deal to get Rob Gronkowski, who is now a title holder for the WWE. Uh, I do wonder if he's going to try to do both jobs in Tampa Bay. I feel like something that Bruce Arians would be okay with. But yeah, absolutely. We, we, you know, me and Breach on the podcast dunked all of you and Sean yesterday about that four net four fourth rounder deal. This is worse than that. If you're in terms of looking for compensation, if you're the Patriots. Uh, so I feel like it's a, it's a no brainer. Uh, Adam Schefter just tweeted shortly after the trade that Tampa Bay, and this makes a ton of sense. Tampa Bay was the only place Rob Gronkowski wanted to play per a league source. So if Gronk passes his physical, he'll get his wish. Yeah. I don't see how the Bucks could not pull the trigger on this. And you see a lot of people talking about, well, they're getting a soon-to-be 31-year-old tight end who has injury problems, who took a year off, and they're giving up on O.J. Howard in theory. Uh, I will assume, as you know, trade rumors have been flying this entire offseason, that O.J. Howard will probably be moved at some point before the season, maybe during the draft. 
And they're giving up on a young tight end who still has potential to, you know, maybe in theory become a Gronk-esque level of tight end. But you start to look at the, the Buccaneers timeline for winning with Brady, and this trade makes complete and total sense. They have a 43-year-old quarterback. Their window of winning is in the next two years on the deal Brady signed. They're getting a 31-year-old tight end, yes. But look at what Gronk did in his final season, which was only um, 13 games, I believe. He had 682 receiving yards. His career low in a season is 540 yards, and that came when he missed eight games. O.J. Howard's career high is 565 yards. This is a clear upgrade in the short term, maybe not the long term, but that doesn't matter for the Bucks because right now they are a team that needs to win a championship in the next two years. Otherwise, these moves are probably considered failures. By the way, while John looks something up, uh, DJ Daniel Jeremiah stealing my thunder. He sees the trade. Wow, I just need the Bucks to somehow come away with Clyde Edwards-Alaire in this draft. I've been screaming that from the mountaintops for a while. The Bucks have the 45th pick, which you just mentioned. They didn't have to get up, just that fourth rounder. Um, so that is interesting. To Sean's point about O.J. Howard, I think he's in the final year of his rookie deal. So, you know, plan, plan we're, for life. We're changing the title of the podcast to Emergency Rob Gronkowski Returns uh, to Emergency Wilson Blast Daniel Jeremiah of NFL Media. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's ever said anything mean to him. I don't feel like they have. He's the nicest person alive. Um, I actually think a fourth round is pretty good. I mean, like, we were sort of talking about the rights to Rob Gronkowski on, on, on HQ as we were getting the breaking news dropping down. I mean, you weren't getting a first round pick for Gronk. Like, even OJ Howard for Gr- the rights to Gronk is a little dicey if you're the Buccaneers. I think you can get one thing quickly though. If Gronk was willing to play in Houston, do you think Bill, Bill Belichick is asking Bill O'Brien for a first-round pick for Gronk first off, or is he just going, I'll just give you a fourth? No, no, no. So you get Deshaun Watson in a first-round pick. For, <laughs> Quarterback uh, problem solved. Yeah. I, I just think I, – I don't know. I just feel like they – I feel like that's – like what What was the deal for Marshawn Lynch? Wasn't it like a sixth-round pick or a seventh-round pick? No, that's a running back we're talking about, so it's different than Gronk, I guess. But I mean, a fourth-round pick for the rights to a guy who hasn't played football in a year – uh, and who wasn't, as Ryan pointed out on the show, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't at his peak powers his final year in New England is pretty impressive. Uh, so I don't mind the deal breach. Do you think this insinuates that Gronk didn't want to quit playing football when he retired, but rather was just sick of playing for Bill Belichick when he retired? Yeah, absolutely. Remember in, uh, before he went to the 2018 season, remember Gronk was thinking about retiring. That's when he showed up at my bachelor party, said he wasn't going to retire. But that was the same off season where those reports came out that he was frustrated with Belichick. And you know, if you're getting beat up, you're hurt. The last thing you want to deal with is this coach that you just, you're sick of him. It doesn't mean he's not a great coach. It's just you can't tolerate the way he's treating you anymore. Uh, and so it does feel like Gronk just said, hey, look, I can't deal with the coach and the injuries, maybe one of the two. And so I'm going to quit. And now he's going to the ultimate laid back atmosphere with Bruce Arians. He gets his quarterback again. He's got Tom Brady. They've got 78 touchdowns together. It's the most that Tom Brady has ever thrown touchdown passes to of any receiver or tight end. And you know what? We don't know how good Gronk could be in Tampa. He could be better than he was in New England because he never had those weapons in New England that could really take pressure off him. Julian Edelman doesn't take pressure off Rob Gronkowski. But now we're talking about Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Those are the receivers that the teams have to focus on. All of a sudden, things open up for Gronk. I mean, he could put up huge numbers. I know, Ryan, you guys were talking about that he didn't – he was kind of fading uh, in 2018 just because he was old and beat up. But look, with other guys out there taking the coverage – Grok could put up some monstrous numbers. 
he's also a year removed from playing. And by the way, uh, two more things just on the deal. A uh, good point by uh, Jeff Howe of the Athletic, noting that if Gronk like strolled back into the strolled back in and signed his papers to unretire, he would immediately bid on the books for a twelve million dollar cap hit. And the Pats only have about a million dollar in cap space. So um, if Gronk wanted to come back, you know, Gronk could kind of force his way to Tampa at a reasonable cost. I mean, they're, they're going to cut him, I guess. Um, and Drew Rosenhaus uh, told how pending the physical, Rob has agreed to play for Tampa this season. He will honor his current contract at this time. So it's not a money grab for Gronk. I, I do think, like, he'll be rejuvenated. He'll be more relaxed. He's going to get some leeway to do this. Um, and let me ask this way. He talked that. Uh, you mentioned this on the show, Brinson 55 over under. I said 35, so I'll split the difference. 42 and a half over under on catches next year for Gronk. I will take the over on 42 and a half. Uh, just because I think this team is going to be a pass heavy team and, uh, Gronk is going to get looks up the seam because that's what he does. But I mean, I don't think he's going to be, you know, 80 catches and 1400 yards or anything. I mean, yeah, I would take the over as well, but I feel like his impact where it's going to be felt the most is probably in his touchdown count. Like, I could see him being that low yardage, low catch guy, but once the Bucks get in the red zone, I mean, he, as we've seen, is impossible to cover in that short area of a field, and he doesn't have to necessarily... What about Chris Godwin? I mean, are you guys, are these guys not on the team anymore? Cram and break. What about them? I don't know how he's going to get to over 42 and a half and catch a bunch of touchdowns. Oh. Say. Well, no. those, well, those guys' his numbers might go down. I, I, he's going to go over. I would say if you gave me the over-under at 60, I will go over. Forget 42 and a half. You would I lose. would go over. I would take the under on 60. At 60, you're going to get the number 60 tattooed on your cheek if I'm right, Sean? Is that what's going on here? Don't turn this into me. This was Ryan's thing going low on Gronk. Don't, don't make me into a tattoo bed. Gronk's career, this including injuries and everything and not starting early on as a rookie because Aaron Hernandez was in the lineup which is the athletic road was the Patriots learned was a huge mistake. Uh, he has averaged 57.9 catches per year uh, on 11.1 games started per year on average on a 16 game basis. He, you know, that's 72 catches a year. So if he plays 16 games, I think he's blasting 42 and a half. Yeah. He ain't touching 60. John's drunk on baby formula. What, how many times has he played 16 games? Do you have that the stats up any? Well, what, twice. Uh, twice, if you count his the first year. two years. What's that? His first two years, he played 16 well, games. No, he, he, well, he really didn't even play 16, I don't think, in 2010. I think you can give him 16 for 2015 because the Patriots were, um, they were 12 and 4 and, and got the, they, they were looking to a seed, and so Belichick sat everybody. Like he wasn't on. The point clearly is that he's not, he usually doesn't play a full season. Yeah, I think this would be, this could be, look, maybe they keep OJ Howard and they keep Cameron Bray and they keep Gronk and it's a load management system. Like the NBA rolls with. That's not a terrible idea. And, you know, look, you put Gronk in there, you let him grind people down, you let him run up the scene in, in big moments and you rotate him through and you don't have him play 100% of the snaps. Well, and, and you guys are Brent, I think you just mentioned, uh, the injuries from a little bit ago. And I think this is an interesting thing. Uh, that kind of we could see some blowback maybe in a few weeks after the excitement of this trade and Gronk coming out of retirement wears off, is that, remember, Gronk did a media tour and talked about how much his body got beat up by the NFL. He said he got 20 concussions, he blacked out five times, and that his head had soft spots because, like, his skull turned into liquid or something. I didn't even understand what he was trying to say. I'm not a scientist or a... Or a doctor, so I, I don't know exactly what happened to his head, but those are pretty, 
those are horrible injuries. And so now he is coming back. I, I think when he was going doing and doing that media round, I don't think he ever thought he was going to return because you wouldn't reveal that you suffered those kinds of injuries. You kind of keep it to yourself. And, and so, you know, that is not a great look for the NFL to have someone who said they had 20 concussions and blacked out five times coming back. Hey, let, let me ask you something sort of random. Do you think it's a chance, do you think it's a chance that Gronk saw the XFL tank file for bankruptcy? WWE, WWE owns a large percentage of the XFL and sort of saw like his, his, uh, his new job, uh, going on by the wayside and realized he could go collect 12 million bucks. And, the only thing um, I would answer to that is that he, what you, you hear in reports is he has saved all his money. I know that. So why, what's a million dollars? What? Yeah. But as John just pointed out, the man has liquid head. So he might be concerned about <laughs> long-term health. I mean, but Brady's like, bro, come on back. You can play, you know, you'll play like 50% of the snaps over the course of 12 games. We'll win a Super Bowl. We'll shove it in Bill's face. You'll get to play for Arians. He's the freaking man. You get 12 million bucks. Let's roll, bro. Let's roll. We'll party in Tampa Bay every weekend. Let's roll, bro. Come on, bro. They'd be drinking guacamole smoothies. What's partying in hell at Derek Jeter's compound? Tom Brady parties, bro. <laughs> um, all right. Real quick. Yes. Um, we were debating the catches and the yards and the touchdowns, but let's not overlook how much he'll probably impact their running game because he's probably the best run blocking tight end. And if you look at their numbers a year ago, 23rd and run blocking quarter of football outsiders. And look, we know they have a problem also at right tackle, but that's going to help a lot. If you can line up Gronk on the right side next to your right tackle, whoever it may be. No, no, that, I made that point too. It's like you, you can, you get Gronk and you're, you, minimize what you have to do at number 14 overall by plugging a guy in there by being able to have Gronk as sort of the safety net on the outside. All right. All right. So the Buccaneers uh, win total, I believe, was nine and a half. Is that right? It was uh, nine, right? Nine, nine, nine and, and a half. half. Oh, thank you, Sean. Uh, could have brought that up, I suppose, on my own. Do you think, Sean, that the number goes up or down? Well, it won't go down. Do you, how, much, do you think, how much do you think it goes up based on uh, Gronk's addition here? Well, this is cheating because I think someone tweeted out. I don't know whose odds they were citing, but I think it went from nine to nine and a half. That feels about right to me. And I, I think we all took the over. I think Ryan might have hit push. I can't remember. Um, but I, this would not discourage me from still taking that over. I think this is a 10, 11 win team at minimum with that defense and now with Brady and Gronk. Going under. You, you're, you're overselling not just Gronk, but Brady. He hasn't worked out with these guys. Um, we were joking on that CBS Sports HQ podcast show, whatever we're calling that thing now. Um, you know, Brady got caught in the park doing deep knee bends, but he was not there with, with his wide receivers or his running backs or anyone. So unlike Drew Brees, who knows those guys inside and out in New Orleans, Tom Brady doesn't know anything. So I think the defense obviously is really good, and, Sean, you point that out when we talk about the Buccaneers, but I don't know how this offense is going to gel um, just because Rob Gronkowski's here. Uh, by the way, uh, Stephen O's numbers for Sportsline just came across. Look at us, this seamless machine smashing through walls and breaking down barriers. Uh, before Gronk, eight and a half wins projected 53. And now after Gronk, 8.8 wins. Um, chances of winning the Super Bowl though. Now this is interesting. Went from 0.9% to 2%. And chances of winning the conference, 3.1% to 4.5%. Chances of making the playoffs, uh, 50.6 to 54.1. That's a pretty substantial, like, uh, the win total thing. Is that that you, that's, what's that? Is that worth 12 million bucks, you think? If you're the Bucks and you make Tom Brady happy? Well, Here's the other thing, too. Like, the gods. Dude, Tom Brady's not going to get to practice with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans much this offseason. Like, he's going to be going in with new targets that he's not on the same page with. I know they're really good. What did I say? 
I, I just said exactly that. What, what's the uh, punchline? What are you going to say? Uh, I, I was texting my, my wife. Had to <laughs> I saw you wave somebody out of the room like a like a disgruntled elitist. <laughs> no, I waved. I waved, I waved I get a pizza. That's how he deals with the like, TSA people. Come on, you peasant! Away, woman! I'm talking grog. So, what's your point about him not being familiar? I agree with that part. What's your punchline? There? You're bringing in a guy that that can that is familiar. I get it, but he's a guy. Well, Breach thinks he's going to catch 100 balls. They may, may not add a whole bunch of the offense, but I understand the familiarity. I get all that, but is it worth twelve million to in, increase those odds? Uh, according to Stephen O, would you take the Saints or the Bucks right now? Saints. Saints. Mm-hmm. I'll go Bucks. I'll go Bucks. I want to go Bucks, but I don't want to go Bucks if the whole world goes Bucks. Well, if you well, were, the whole world's not going Bucks. Wilson and Sean just. I mean, I mean, I mean, they have no clue what they're talking about. I mean, I think the Rob, Saints. The, the Bucks are going to be like the Buccaneers were sixteen to one to win the Super Bowl, and Brady was sixteen to one to be, be the MVP. I bet. I don't know if they've already refreshed right now, but I would bet you anything that those are um, down to like fourteen to one, maybe. And he, I don't know if that's the right move, but I bet that they drop about that much. I mean, the Saints have the better quarterback. The Saints also have the better tight end still, <laughs> Jared Cook. Uh, do and the Saints the, have the WWE's 24-7 champion, Sean? No, they don't. You know who has the WWE's 24-7 champion? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love how Breach leans in to yell at you <laughs> from uh, 2,000 miles away. Uh, this, Ryan. What, what do you think this could portend the Patriots? Do, do you think this – we talked about, you know, I guess it doesn't mean as much now that the Patriots only got a fourth, only got a fourth round pick back. I think it's still good value, but like, you know, them doing this, I sort of felt like they might be, might be part of a larger move. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, it was on the podcast that RJ brought up the trade scenarios for the, for the Patriots to go from 23 to 10 maybe, and then up to two if they want to get that. I don't know. We talk about it. They don't have that second round pick. They have two compensatory third round picks. So if they want someone like Jake Fromm, they could get him there. I wouldn't take Jake Fromm, but maybe they feel differently. Um, maybe love comes down a little bit, and then they try to move up. But I'm still on the on the Andy Dalton bandwagon. I think that's your best option. He's the best quarterback outside of Joe Burrow in terms of a, a, a short thing, at least for a year or two. And, and in New England, he'd have tons of success. Well, and the crazy thing is because of RJ's story that had, hey, can the Patriots get up from number 23 to the top five, which doesn't seem possible, and RJ outlined how they could. This Gronk trade, I was like, gee, this is the first step. This is If they get Tampa's first-round spot, they switch spots, they're at 14. Now they're in a place where they could get into the top five and get one of those quarterbacks, and all of a sudden, you know, Bill Belichick wins 10 more Super Bowls, but obviously that's not what happened because Gronk's only worth a fourth-round pick because he held the Patriots hostage because of that salary cap hit. It did feel like all of a sudden they're going to go from, like, 23 to 14 – they send like Edelman and Gronk's rights to the page to the Buccaneers, and then they just flip Joe Tooney to the Lions uh, for three and you know whatever it is. By the way, uh, Ra, uh, Adam Schefter tweets that Gronk has already taken a physical in Boston with a neutral physician is awaiting the official results. Though one source added he believes he passed quote with flying colors. That means Gronk. This is actually happening. Sean, any thoughts on the Patriots quarterback situation? Everything that Ryan just said, and I, well, I, it will happen after the draft. I think they could be interested in a quarterback in the draft. They're going to see if he falls to them. If he doesn't follow them, and maybe it's Cam, maybe it's Dalton. That's who I think it will be, or maybe it's Jameis. But they're in no rush. They're the only team that desperately needs a quarterback, so why not wait till after the draft? First round shakes out. Okay, anything else that we want to add? Rob Gronkowski? 
to the to the Buccaneers. This what an offseason. Yeah, for no football, lots going on. <laughs> oh, real quick, can I add one thing? If yeah. we're talking about a potentially canceled NFL season, I know that's way too early to think about, and we have no idea what's going to happen by the fall. The Bucks are the team that have the most to lose out on because they have a 43 year old quarterback on our two year deal. They have a 31 year old tight end who only wants to probably play as long as that quarterback is playing, and they're hosting the Super Bowl, so they and would be the team most screwed Charles. over. He'll be a year older next year. No. <laughs> that was my final line. You stole it. You know what, though, is that, Sean, maybe Tampa, if the season is canceled, would host the Super Bowl the following year because it's supposed to be in Los Angeles. And if the stadium might not be done because of uh, everything that's happening. So then that would have to get pushed back a year. Uh, so maybe Tampa hosts it no matter what. Boom. That's a good point. Yeah, Tampa probably still hosting it next year. Well, maybe maybe Tampa good. will be a year older. <laughs> All right, Corona will be a year older. That's too. it for the Rob Gronkowski to the Bucks emergency podcast. I'm sure we'll have much more on this. If you need more breaking news on it, CBS Sports HQ. Remember, we'll have total draft coverage. So stay tuned to your podcast feed. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys soon. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.